0: Guys, welcome back to the Physique Factory podcast. And this week, I've been rejoined by James. He's back again. How are you doing, James? I'm alive.
1: Yes. Somewhat. I don't know. I'm somewhat alive. Um, I'm just getting by. So I'm still not 100%. So you got to bear with me. But it's not uh, It's not been a good two, three weeks. No, what's been happening with you? So I've had to give up prep. Um, I was literally about two weeks out from the show. Um, so I had to knock it on the edge just because... House first. Um, so but anyway, I, let's start at the beginning where it all um, happened. So what we're looking at. So about two weeks ago on Monday, I started feeling really nauseous, sick. And then I started bringing food up in the evening. And then it kept happening every day. I couldn't eat anything. I had no appetite. I literally went for days without eating um just bringing up food constantly bringing up food and then towards the end of the week started getting diarrhea which was not pretty um but yeah and then that's literally just persisted uh for so long i've lost 12 kilograms um that was up until the weekend i might have potentially lost a little bit more and yeah so after all that giving like the considerations of it all i can't like no way i could have done a prep or continue my prep and put my body under more stress.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've got to be in a, a pardon upon a pretty shitty place after that. Um, you know, in terms of like being dehydrated and, you know, just not being in a healthy place. And yeah, I think, you know, I think you made the right choice. I think like, you know, bodybuilding's going nowhere and you don't have to be in a a rush to compete ever so like you know you can always come back next year and the, the big thing is like um, like I said to you if you weren't going to be your best at stage what's the point in forcing yourself to do it I know it's it's pretty it's pretty annoying that you've went through so many weeks I mean how many weeks did you prep for
1: uh was it 15 it would have been
0: yeah yeah 15 weeks of prep to then have to pull out but I mean in this circumstance you know you've got to say that's the right choice don't you
1: yeah, I mean, I'm not even too arsed. I just want to get back to being normal, living again, feeling healthy. Uh, I just, that's one thing I've took for granted. Um, yeah. so It's made me realise. So at least I can take some positive, well, somewhat positives away from this, is taking things for granted, like health. And, you know, I was thinking, oh, I just want to get massive. I just want to do this, want to do that. I mean, I think it's been brought on from a lot of stress as well. Yeah. So, especially like these gastric issues. So they can all be influenced by so many things. I mean, because I was running on really, really low calories. Um, My body was probably really inflamed. Obviously, I'm I'm not a natural bodybuilder, so things like that, so the substances that I take probably caused a lot of inflammation in my body. And yeah, I mean, it's just been a whole host of things. So my overall stress has been through the roof, uh, psychologically, um, physically, and it's caught up with me.
0: It's it's tough though, eh? like being at that deep end of a prep, being lean and being on low calories and low energy, and like it is a a, an unhealthy place to be, really. And although, like, you know, you might look the picture of health, you might look, you know, really, you know, muscular and you know, and in good shape, it isn't really a healthy place to be. And like, um, I think we talked on one of the podcasts about people who do get there and then they're afraid to almost give it up and they like almost prolong their diets like. I mean, that's just, it just goes to kind of remind people like how unhealthy a place that is. And like what you're saying is everything's just kind of caught up in you eventually, all that kind of stress long-term and all all these different stressors. Um, And yeah, eventually you've just crashed out and it's hit you fucking hard. But um, you're on the way back. You're on the podcast this week. That's one step ahead of last week, that's for sure.
1: Fingers crossed it's moving. I mean, like the last two days, I've not been sick. I've kept food down. So that's a positive um, but yeah, I'm just gonna see how it plays out for the rest of the week. Hopefully, all the food starts staying down now. Um, yeah, I've started taking a few different supplements, playing around with like digestive enzymes, uh, pre pro probiotics. Hopefully, those sort of things like start helping. Um, what's the one that I've been taking? Uh, ginger, so ginger root. Been taking that. That helps with digestion a lot. So. Yeah, I think these things have uh have helped definitely. But the uh so it's not helped is the hospital. They're absolutely clueless.
0: <laughs> don't turn this into don't turn this into like a, a slag the hospital one, because uh we, we don't want taking off air, James. <laughs> we don't want to upset anyone here.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, so all I'm gonna say they didn't really help. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think um I think the big thing is it's probably tough to know what's going on as well eh? like what's actually causing it but um yeah as you say it's probably probably a combination of things and uh I, I think it, it goes to show like a lot of the time you know you maybe have a client come to you you probably get this um yourself and I was actually setting up a client the other day and like when I was reading through the questionnaire their you know their sleep wasn't that great right so there's there's one thing they're digestion wasn't that great and um, you know there's lots of like like kind of red flags there and um, stress levels maybe a little bit high um, blood pressure is high things like that and um, this client was wanting to lose body fat or is wanting to lose body fat and I actually like I, I mapped out like the first like kind of maybe a few weeks I can't remember what I, I dedicated to it but I, I said basically all this stuff all these lifestyle factors they kind of need to be in a good place first to push on onto like a kind of diet phase because training um and training hard obviously um as well as like going into a dieting phase they both are forms of stress to the body like stress is anything that takes the body at homeostasis and for anyone that doesn't know what that means that's just a state of relative balance so like you know pushing yourself hard in the gym is a form of stress it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing but it's a form of stress and then obviously the same with pushing yourself into a calorie deficit and um you know when when we do these things we we a lot of people don't take into account the bigger picture, the bigger um kind of stress load that your body's under from multiple different things. And like, if you're someone that, you know, got maybe like a couple of kids, they've got like um, a business or something like that, you know, all this external stuff, that adds on to that stuff. So sometimes it's better to spend some time getting your lifestyle factors in place first before moving into, in, into any sort of like diet phase.
1: It's always like dealing with that lowest hanging fruit, isn't it? So deal with the the easy stuff that you can sort first um, and yeah. like the normal stresses in your life, your, the psychological stresses, and then you can start looking at the physical stresses in terms of the training and what it's going to bring upon you. And, and if you can recover from that and all that sort of stuff. So it's just dealing with that um, allostatic load. That's basically all the stresses in your life combined. That's the word that would, uh, they call it. So it's, it's dealing with that and managing, managing that well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I suppose the thing is, you know, the 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 client I'm on about setting up, like you could have easily just gave them what they want and say, right, okay, we'll put you into a diet phase, we'll cut your calories down. But long term, that's not going to be the answer. They're going to crash and burn eventually. I'm like, long term, it's probably going to yield worse results. So it's better for me. And you know, from a professional point of view, it's better for me to say to him, you know, right, we need to sort this shit out first before we can actually push into a dieting phase. And if if you sort this stuff out fairly quick, then obviously we can start the dieting phase sooner. So that's a little bit of an incentive too. But it might not be what the client wants to hear, but it's what they need to hear. Um, certainly,
1: it's that, um, I always have it like most of my clients, that priming phase yeah. for what they're going to do. So even if it's like a diet phase uh, or pushing up phase, any of those phases, it's always going to bring on an additional stress. And you just want to have that phase where you can prime for whatever um phase that you're going to move into
0: yeah certainly and a good thing um from like i suppose like a general population client and as they seem to get called um as if we're like some sort of special population when we start bodybuilding but um, anyway um but like good thing from that point of view is like a lot of these people aren't eating a lot of food and if you start on like say say you started your diet on sixteen hundred calories, it's not a lot, and like you know eventually you run out of options there. So it's a good chance for us as a coach to like start bringing their food up to a good place actually to give them a, a better starting point as well. And then it gives us gives us more tools to work with. That's for sure.
1: Definitely,
0: we've definitely took a, a little dive away from. We started off with James's surviving death and uh, near death experience, and now we've we've went off into why our clients need a prime phase. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> what we always do, go off on tangents and stuff. But uh,
0: Yeah, but um, so you, you you feel like you're on the mend, James, going back to you. You feel like you're coming back.
1: It just comes and goes. I literally, I'm so scared. It's, it's mad. I'm not, it's, it's fucking crazy saying that, but you know, I just think, is today going to be a good day? I really hope today is going to be a good day. I really hope I'm not going to be sick. I really hope I'm not going to be nauseous. Um and it literally just take each day where it comes at the moment and then it's been gradually getting better. So hopefully um from now until the weekend, if it is, then I'm gonna try to get back to work and normal life next week and then yeah, it goes. But it's just taking each day as it comes.
0: Yeah. There's been some days where like um I maybe like sent you a message or something, and then I've never heard back from you for like a couple of days, and I'm like texting Nick, I'm like, is James alive?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm literally just lying. Lying in bed. Um,
0: and then even he's like, don't know. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm a ring, my aura ring that tracks my sleep. And I've been having like been spending about 16-17 hours in bed.
0: So <laughs> I'm not a usual day for you, James. No, <sighs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then getting cabin fever, fever. Have you been in the house a lot? Like, yeah,
1: yeah, a lot it's a nightmare. I just want to like psychologically, it's not a good place either, but I mean, like psychologically as well. Speaking, it's I think in terms of like being sick. I think it's me thinking about being, being sick, and then they keep bringing, can bring it on even more, can't it? When you start thinking about shit, and then especially with uh, the terms of being like nausea, if you think you're gonna be sick, then you probably are you're gonna be sick. And so it's just being in the right frame of mind now because I'm so used to like bringing up foods I've done for the last two, three weeks. So it's just being in the right mindset of thinking, right, I'm actually not going to be sick, but I need to stop thinking about that like it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer get... in that kind of stuff as well. I think mindset is... uh is a massive, massive thing when it comes to things like that. So uh again, this is a nice kind of thing to relate back into, I suppose, like anyone that is looking to lose body fat or something like that. Like I've I've had it from clients before where it's like um again another example a client texts me the other day saying I'm I'm gonna to struggle to get my steps in this week. And there's like red flag number one. If you think to yourself something's gonna happen, you're already set yourself up for failure, aren't you? You're like kind of starting with that kind of like um would you call it kind of like sustain talk sort of thing. It's like, Like this is probably not going to happen this week. And if you go in with that sort of attitude, then yeah, that kind of thing might happen. Um, But then, you know, if if you've got the more positive attitude, which can be hard to get, because like take your situation, for example, if you've been spewing up every single day, you're going to think that, aren't you? It's going to be hard to have a positive mindset. And I suppose it relates nicely over to, you know, people who maybe struggled to, you know, get their activity levels up, get their steps up or whatever in the past. It's like the same thing for them. It's like they're in that mindset of, oh, I can't do this. And uh, sometimes that shift in mindset can be powerful.
1: It's having that negative thing. I mean, I've been like snapping it back a bit. Because she comes like across as like with some negative comments saying, "Oh, this weather's not going to be any good for you." And I was like, "I don't want to hear that." Because now you say, "Now I've got it in my head that it's not going to be good for me. I'm going to be worse today." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Things like that, and you're being warm because I just, I just didn't want to hear that because I'm not well, and it's going to say, "Oh, he's got right. It's going to be bad day today." So it's. It's it's those little things, and I just want to be in like a positive mindset. I think about positive about every situation and oh,
0: positive vibes only.
1: Well, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Especially the situation at the moment, so I just want to do that. Yeah. I mean, like obviously, like people come across with these like negative comments and stuff, but like, but they're not meaning to. Yeah, things what it is, but it's just it does have an impact on you psychologically.
0: Yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, look at the positive vibes. You lost twelve kilos in like two weeks. I know it's crazy. <laughs> great weight loss technique. This this is James's new two week shred.
1: Oh gosh, <laughs> goes we
0: on not, sale tonight. <laughs> I don't wish anyone. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, yeah, <laughs> it does not sound like a, a a great tactic whatsoever in terms of the way you feel. Anyway, but yeah, results. I mean, it's like one of those things. Um, yeah, it'll push you really hard, but you'll look great in your casket. <laughs> but anyway, i mean,
1: I'm- I did. I've just lost a lot of muscle mass. I mean, have you got that picture that I sent you?
0: Um, to, I don't think you sent it. It was just on. It's on your Instagram, actually, isn't
1: it? Yeah. You to, in fact, no. That was the video. Um, let me send it to you. You can pull it up on here. Uh, let's go on load. Uh, oh no! I'll just send it to you on my phone.
0: Yeah. One second. I mean, for anyone listening, again, it's like. If you're not eating, if you're not getting, like, enough food in, enough protein in, it's a surefire way to lose fucking muscle pretty quick. Um, And obviously, with James doing his prep, that's not ideal, right? Um, Where are we? I need to share my screen as well, obviously.
1: Yeah, this was, like, two two weeks difference. I
0: always think I'm quite good with technology, and then something like this happens, and then I'm really slow to react. Right, uh, share screen. There's we Jimmy there. You see that, James? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see it. So, I mean, you're visibly leaner, that's for sure. But in terms of like, yeah, you, you look a lot smaller, I would say. I mean, I hate to say that to you, but um, you, yeah, you definitely do. You it's look chunky in that left one, and then you look lean in the next one, but almost look natty in that one. Yeah, literally, no, he's natty. <laughs> we natty, James. <laughs> but um, yeah, there are, some, there are some big differences there. Um, you can just tell on your face as well. You're like, I feel fucked. Literally, it was um,
1: yeah, wasn't good. Not a good feeling. I mean, that's a, that's what I'm like now. I've just maintained my weight. I've not kept losing it, so that's a good thing. Um,
0: yeah, definitely. Right. It sounds as if you've turned a corner. Like in the last few days, in particular, like it really does sound as if you've you've turned a corner and you've been a bit more uh, you've been a bit more active. I've heard from you a bit more anyway, for sure. So, uh, yeah, it sounds as if you're getting out getting out of that hole.
1: Fingers crossed, yeah, i just, again, like I said, just take each day as it comes. Yeah. Hopefully we can keep uh, progressing now, and then, yeah, see where we can go with it.
0: And then the prep restarts for next year. Oh, no way, no way. <laughs> nah, not doing that to yourself.
1: Not doing that for a good long time.
0: Nah, nah, you'll need to, uh, once you're feeling up to full health, you need to go out and, like, treat yourself to, like, a meal out or something like
1: that. i see when I can eat. I mean, I've had loads of people asking me, saying, oh, do you want to go out for some food and drink? I was like... That's probably the worst thing I could do at the moment to my body. Um are so
0: you coming off prep? Have you had anything like that?
1: Um, just normal food, food that I can eat. Um, like I said, things like I can't eat chicken because it literally physically knocks me sick. So I've been having things like gammon, um, steak, mashed potatoes, bread, um, bread goes down really well surprisingly I can't eat dairy that really sets my stomach off um, oh, really yeah and then things like jam and stuff like that easy digesting stuff
0: yeah yeah I see you're kind of sticking to those sort of sources yeah I mean the chicken thing is definitely um relatable when we, we eat a lot of chicken as bodybuilders we eat a lot of chicken it's, uh, yeah it can get a little bit shitty after a while and if you've had a bad experience with that like I remember I had a bad experience with an egg once right I cracked this egg open And it was, like, black on the inside. And the smell was absolutely disgusting. Like, I can still remember the way it cracked. It didn't crack the same way as a normal egg. It cracked this weird kind of, like, way. Mm. And, oh, man, I couldn't eat eggs for, like, two months after that. It just made me feel so fucking sick. Like, I can't eat them now, but, like, I used to be able to, like, I can't eat a hard kind of cooked egg, if you know what I mean, when, like, the yolks, like, yeah, or even just, like, a fried egg that's been fried for too long. I can't eat that. It just makes me feel sick. So it's got to be cooked just right or i i just can't even face it and that's ever been ever since that experience it's crazy
1: that's a psychological thing again isn't it <laughs> yeah
0: that association with uh that bad experience and that's me i cannot do it. <laughs> that's it i'm not usually i don't know i'd say i'm someone that's not usually that fussed by things like that but that yeah that one hit me bad like a few of my clients have well, heard that story before about the eggs <laughs> I remember at the time it happened I was just like I was just straw I'm, I'm a man that used to eat a lot of eggs but I don't anymore
1: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah bad bad experience what um, what other bad experiences have you had with food James in the past
1: Um, make you feel more secure. Yeah, you're making things worse. I'd rather not jump jump into that. So <laughs> makes uh, for an
0: interesting conversation for another time. We'll we'll save that for another time.
1: Let's just leave it at chicken for now. So I think because I've ate so much time, I might have do you know what? I might have even developed some sort of intolerance to something.
0: Yeah, I've heard that before. Like I mean, I'm I'm no digestional expert by any means, but I have heard that if you eat a lot of um like the same thing over and over again, you can develop some sort of intolerance to it, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be us in chicken then.
1: (laughs) Like the chicken, but yeah, um, not good. But yeah, me. uh, Literally, so I'm not being sick, which is a plus. So hopefully, the rest of today I'm not being sick, and then carry on for the rest of the week. I'm buzzing. Um, Then I just need to sort out this um, diarrhea because my ass is like the Niagara Falls.
0: (laughs) This is a graphic one, eh? Explicit.
1: It's not even like, it's clay water. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hopefully there's some sort of digestional expert listening to this and they're like, James, I can sort you out, mate. Please
1: help me. Hi.
0: <laughs> if there's anyone out there, contact James, get him on Instagram. <laughs> hey, Direct WhatsApp, just put your number out there for them, fuck it. <laughs> Direct WhatsApp to James. But um, yeah, that's, um, that's graphic, man. <laughs> it's absolutely graphic. And obviously you won't have been training at all, have you? Have you even attempted it?
1: You're not training that time either. So nearly three weeks without training.
0: Yeah. So I, I take it your plan is to kind of just let everyone get back to normal before you even attempt that. Yeah,
1: again, like you said, like I said about the stress thing, that's just another thing that's going to be on top of my body, which you don't need. Um, do you know what? Ever since I called competing, I feel a lot better and a lot less stressed. So yeah. I think it was that that's done it as well. So, I think, oh. uh,
0: see, when you're stressed, when you're, like, on prep and you get near the end of a prep, you know that stress isn't going to do the way you look any good, so you get stressed out at the fact that you're stressed. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Stressful situations. I've definitely been there in the past, and, like, fuck, I can't uh, I can't afford to be stressed, and now that I'm stressing about being stressed, I mean, more stressed. So, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there in the past, but, um, anyway, never really impacted the way that I looked, but, yeah, um. But yeah, when when would the show have been again, James?
1: Uh, it should have been on the 27th of August and then the fourth, yep. 10th, and then there's another one at the end of September, but it's fine. There's always more shows. I just want to get better, see people again and work
0: and yeah. just get man Man's desperate to get back in the gym and do some PT.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's just taking things like that for granted because I do I really miss it. I just miss seeing people and speaking to people and
0: yeah. Not spewing on a daily basis. That's it. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> I would miss that too. But um, yeah. What was I going to say? Um, the shows you've entered. What how many shows? Uh,
1: entered three of them. Did I think three? Oh, you know, four, four, entered four.
0: Yeah, I don't mean to make you feel sick, but like, how much does some of those entries cost you?
1: Fucking hell, two bros. You don't get your money back. Um, two fifty for Arnold's and one fifty for the regional. So I was really? like, as much as that. 400 down drain
0: really i didn't i didn't even think it was as much as that actually you know that
1: yeah so it's shit i mean like fix and pca i think they give you money back so i'm gonna drop them a message so yeah um but yeah cheeky bastards
0: yeah i mean the i mean the two bros like entry prices are fucking ridiculous anyway to be honest that is just absolutely crazy and that's uh you hear some real horror stories like um I'm trying to think. I think it's WMBF, like one of the Natty feds. I think if you become a pro bodybuilder with them, you've to pay yearly to maintain your pro card, even if you're not competing. Oh, really? Yeah, like pay your, your um, fees. I mean, someone correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's, um I'm, I'm like 70% sure, 75. <laughs> I'm like backtracking here. I'm like, maybe I'm not that sure. But no, I'm, I'm pretty certain that's that's the case with them. Um And then I've heard of some shows as well. Um, I can't remember entirely which ones, but like if you're a competitor, You've and, and you go to watch the rest of the show after you've been on stage, they'll charge you for a ticket.
1: Lucky Yeah,
0: that's crazy. That's crazy. But I've actually... I've never competed with anyone apart from the BNBF, so, I mean, that could be wrong, but that's just kind of hearsay sort of stuff. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean... <laughs> you know, bodybuilding is a great opportunity to make money for these uh, kind of feds as well, isn't it? As well as just being like a a, a niche sport it is a great opportunity for some to, them to make money. And like, if you if you take that thing with a pro card um, and like paying yearly to maintain your pro card, then the more pros you've got, the more money you make. So and the same thing where, I mean, we're really getting into another topic here, but like all these different classes that you now get, all these different, you know they've got a class for everyone. It's not like you've to try and work towards you know being the best in the bodybuilding class. It's like oh you're not that great. Here's a class for you. You know there's fucking wellness or whatever and all that shit. And um, you like what's that?
1: Sorry, you enter as many classes as you like.
0: Yeah, and then that just creates an opportunity for them to cr- take more money, <laughs> take yeah, more, more people. It, it makes it a more more barrier to entry. More yeah. people and more people in to watch those people. And, yeah, it just creates uh, more money for the people running run these, these things. Cheeky bastards. <laughs> That's it. And then uh, the BNPF, like, they didn't, until this year, they have added some sort of, like, athletic thing. And I forget what they call it, but they never had, like, any, like, um, men's physique or anything like that. Like, they kind of straight stayed pretty true to, like, bodybuilding. Um, And, you know, physiques maybe is a different... I'd put that in a different pedestal to some of these ones that you get for sure. But um yeah, they 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 refused to even have that up until recently. And I I don't even know I should know, but I don't even know if it's like a full kind of physique class. I can't remember what they actually done with it. But um yeah, BMVF's for the bodybuilders. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not for your swim trunks, James. Yeah. There's another hidden cost though of competing, the trunks. Trunks you'll be able to use them again though. Oh yeah, I'm I'm
1: going to Mexico next year, so I'm gonna use them then.
0: <laughs> yeah that's it standing on the beach doing your front relaxed
1: that's it you know
0: <laughs> that'll be the next kind of prep for you then will you will you diet down for that do you think
1: Um, I probably won't get too fat and I'll probably just stay healthy and lean ish up until then
0: yeah yeah, well, that's probably that's probably a better technique. Again, there's so many topics we could dive off on here today, but um, this was more just an update on like how James is and what actually what actually happened to James last week and why he wasn't here. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's a really good point. It's like not getting too fat in the first place is probably the best idea to stay lean. Once you've been lean, not getting too fat in the first place, um, you know, or letting yourself get too fat after that is uh, it's probably a good idea. I just um, again, I've had a client who's who's dropped, uh, think about 13 kilos now, or 14 kilos he dropped, and he's kind of at the place he wants to be at, and that's what I was kind of putting over to him today, I was like, people don't struggle to lose weight as much as they struggle to maintain the weight that they've then lost, if that makes sense, the, the place that they're at, so like, I was like, the next phase for you is learning how to kind of maintain this, um, so yeah, that was kind of that was kind of the story for him, and it's a story for a lot of people, actually, you know, they just, they can, they can get to, they can finish the fat loss phase, but can they maintain it? That's a big thing, and that's a topic for another day again. But uh, yeah, I think that's actually a nice place to wrap things up. Anyway, James, we kind of we kind of just wanted to come on for an update today and let everyone know how James has been. It was his chance to kind of put out there what's been happening because he's had a lot of messages and uh, a lot of people wondering what's going on. So uh, yeah, that's that's what's been happening to James. He's been pissing, shitting, and uh, spewing. That's
1: it. It's uh, it's been good,
0: but he's alive, and that's the main thing. So um, we'll be back again next week with a bit more of an informative one. Um, we'll 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 decide on the nice next topic before then. We, we do like to wing it, but we'll be back with more of an informative one next week. And uh, yeah, once again, guys, thank you everyone who tuned in. And yeah, we wish James all the best, and hopefully next week he's uh back to hundred percent for us. Fingers crossed.
1: So, guys.